That is working smarter, not harder. Is That's, what exactly that is. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm like, man, I you know I've never put that much thought into it. That, that's yeah. that's that's devious. That's diabolical. That's a, that's a criminal mind. So we got um, we got a Halloween coming up next week. Yes, I think I think we briefly talked about this on another show like last year. But but yeah, you 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 dressed up for Halloween and oh yeah, did that kind of thing, right? Halloween was just about as big a deal to me as Christmas when I was a kid. Okay, yeah, and 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 I've talked with this. Uh, I know Justin and I talked about it. That uh, to him, it was Halloween was probably just as maybe even bigger than. Uh, Christmas. Wow. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Same thing with me. I, we, we, um, we always had a big time, you know, trick or treating and everything that went along with it. Did y'all come yeah. into town to trick or treat or did y'all stay out there? And- no, we, we actually stayed out there mostly because there, there were still kids that would come around out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know yeah. where they were coming from now that I think about it, you know, we used yeah, to go we, over into the rich neighborhoods. Yeah. And I see now that's the way to do it. Yeah. We went over there and, and uh, places we never went during the, yeah. uh, the other 364 days of the year. But on, on that one day, we went over in the more wealthy uh, thinking we're going to get some really good candy. And we did. You got better candy over there. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, back at our old house here in Memphis, we were, our, our neighborhood was just a couple of streets over from something kind of like that, some nice homes and stuff. And we used to have, man, there was seven, eight, nine kids that would come over, you know, all the girls' friends uh, when they were little, come over and we'd walk those streets, man, hit every house. And they would, man, they'd come back, they'd have more candy they can carry in a we, wagon. I'm- our girls, we never really did trick or treating with our girls. We started these fall festivals at every yeah, church we've yeah. been at. We and, yeah, we uh, did that too. Yeah. So we're, ours is coming up Sunday night here, and you know we have the trunk or treat where they go around to the trunks and have bounce houses and and uh, chili and chili dogs and it's just oh, yeah. a, you know popcorn machine and just a, a chili cook off. So we've done that at every church. And so they'll dress up for those. They'll have little parties here and there they'd go to. But we never, yeah. my girls really never, I, they may have trick-or-treated a little bit. But I'm going to be honest with you, every place we've lived, you know, lived in about five different places, um, that uh, uh, we never had a lot of trick. I don't know how big trick-or-treating is anymore. We, yeah. we'll, we'll have a few kids come here, but it's it's people like in the church will come by to see us and we'll take yeah. pictures of the kids, give them some candy. And we always end up giving away like five pieces of candy and w- then we eat the candy, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, o- over here where we are, uh, you know, we're, we're in town. There's a lot of lot of houses around us, a lot of kids. We Man, we have a pretty good flow of kids on Halloween now. How long have you been at that place? We yeah. moved here in 2019. Oh, gosh. Have y'all been there that long? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's wow. crazy, man. It's flown by. Yeah. Yeah. So so y'all y'all done several Halloweens over there, and y'all get trick-or-treaters? Yeah. Yeah, we get trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Right. We, we, we always, uh, like this weekend, we always have some kind of little party. Like my nephews come over, and sometimes they'll bring a friend with them, and, you know, uh, 
we, we used to have other families coming over, but now the kids are grown up. You know, everybody's gone doing everything. And we had a uh, we had a, a guy in the church here, and before he got married, uh, he's one of the musicians in the church. Is this these and he's he also is a magician. Does he does magic at our Upwards Awards night? And he did it just that was just last week. Really? And wow. uh, uh, yeah, that's reason we couldn't record the other night. I had my awards night last Thursday, and uh, and uh, but Dave is a great guy. And, uh, he, of course, he, what they would do every year, he would put on this big Halloween party. And, and uh, we went to a couple of them. It was just, it was just infamous for him. And, and uh, just they would go all out man, with food and decorations. And, and, and then sometimes some of the guys would get together with a little band and, uh, and, and, and perform at it. <laughs> and, and just a great so we 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 still we still do all of that stuff even even today the tomorrow night is a big youth costume party and they give a prize for uh best costume and all that right yeah see uh jill my wife grew up like they didn't do halloween you yeah. know because they you know uh you know her folks associated it with a lot of negative things, which man, I'd never even thought. I, I don't know about you. I never thought about that till I was older. Uh, you know, and I went through that phase. Uh, and, and of course, you know, if you really go by the letter, you know, it came from what the Druids and all of this yeah. stuff, and Sam Hain and uh, All Saints Day and all this stuff. But you know, and I went through that same kind of stuff, uh, and that's the reason we kind of never even do like I never dress my kids up like a witch or a devil, or right? Like yeah, that. no, yeah, we didn't uh, do that. But 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 I went through that, and kind of it's whatever what it came from, what it became is is nothing like that. Yeah, um, right. I loved it when I was a kid. I loved dressing up, and yeah, uh, I, I was I had this I had a hobo. Uh, costume and I wore it every I was the same thing every year <laughs> I remember you saying that no. <laughs> I, I, I was Scotty the scamp and how I came up with that, I'll, I'll, that, that that scamp is not even in my vocabulary I don't even know how I came up with that right. but I had a plastic cigar you know those big plastic cigars yes. yeah <laughs> had like red paint on the end of it like it was lit yeah. up right. and uh I'd have a stick with a knapsack on it, a bandana tied to it, and dirty clothes. I was just a, I was just a hobo. Go out begging for candy. Oh, man, that's great. I don't, I don't remember. I, I dressed up a little bit, but I don't remember any of that now. I don't remember what I dressed. That's up all I remember. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, the, man, the, the the main thing I remember was when I was little. You know, you'd go to. Uh, you'd go to Gibson's or what was the other oh, yeah. store, and and you'd get the pre-made, yeah, uh, Big K. You go to Big K, you get that pre-made costume that had you know just the that, face that mask, hard in plastic, it. hard plastic face mask, and by the end of the night, man, your own breath would be suffocating you in that thing. Oh you know? yeah, it just, yeah, oh yeah, man, those that those was are horrible. I, man. Those were bad. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Cutting your the face, yeah. yes. rubber rubber band pops. You're trying to tie it back on. Yeah, <laughs> trying to tape it and staple it. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh man, Justin, and I hope Justin listens to this. Justin uh, tells a story. He grew up in Memphis, in kind of in a rough part of town, and he said they'd go trick or treating, and he, he didn't carry a bucket or nothing. He carried a pillowcase, and they oh. would hit. 
they would hit the nice neighborhoods up and, and fill that pillowcase up, up and then listen, listen to how diabolical this is. They would go back home, empty it out, <laughs> change costumes. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Listen, listen. That change is working. costumes and go back out and fill it up again. Listen, man. That's, that's diabolical. That is working smarter, not harder. Is that's what exactly that is. right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm like, man, I know I've never put that much thought into it. That, that's yeah. That's that's devious. That's diabolical. That's a, that's a criminal mind. Oh man! Oh, Change God, costumes. Great. Save the costume from last year. Because you're going to hit them up two times again. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty Diabolical. good. <laughs> uh, do y'all, do y'all, uh, I, I can't remember if we've ever talked about this. Do, do y'all watch like scary movies or anything like that? Are Jennifer you, will not watch anything scary. I, I, I was thinking you'd tell me that at one time. We went, now Sarah Ann and I, we watched, uh, we watched Psycho. Uh, about three weeks ago. Oh yeah, okay. psycho. T- it's not that scary, it's, you know. It's not, yeah. Uh, but she wouldn't have anything to do with it. And then Sarah Ann was telling me there's some kind of movie she's heard about called No uh, No Vacancy or Vacancy or something like that. They're streaming and and uh, huh. and we was gonna watch it. And and uh, Jen- Jennifer said, no. "I said I'll put my earbuds and I'll I'll crochet." I, I don't. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be in the yeah. room with y'all, but I'm not gonna watch it. But. Um, yeah, we don't, uh, you know, uh, but we were talking, well, funny, we were, talking about, we were talking about this at lunch today. Um, I don't I don't like gory movies or, or, no, or your, your traditional horror movie. Uh, I like uh, thrillers. And I brought up that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what is the one, uh, the two, the two, Shutter Island and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good and one. Inception, th- those two Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Yeah. Like those, those psychological thrillers is what that, that's what I really enjoy. Right. See, I was uh when I like earlier, I was drawn to all the monster movies. The, the, like the yeah. monster stuff is what I like. And I used to get yeah. that magazine um famous monsters of Hollywood or something like that, you know, and it, yeah. it had all the classic, uh, Isn't films that amazing. There were, there were so many of those kind of magazines back yeah. when you were a kid. Fang, yeah. Fangora. Fangora. Yeah. Yeah. There's one just called monsters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you ever go to that newsstand downtown? Yes. Yeah. It was uh, down, uh, on cruise street, right down, just, from, d- uh, just down from your parents' store. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Uh, I, and man, they had all of those old uh, monster yeah. classic Hollywood monster movie, Dracula, Frankenstein. The I used Wolf to love man. going to that place. Yeah, oh, they, I, they I had rode, some comics too, didn't they? They yeah, had some comics. I rode there. down there. I rode my bike down there just about every Saturday because I was going for the music magazines. Yeah, but, right. Uh, they they had everything in the world in there. But I remember. I wonder if those things. I wonder if those magazines are still. Or I don't guess magazines are that big a deal anymore. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I know several of them have gone out of, gone out of publication and whatnot. And, but you know, they can find those things now. There are people that collect them still. And yeah, man, I wish I'd have kept all those. I was looking at some of them, and some of them fetch a pretty good price now. Wow. You know? I, uh, I I had a rubber about seven inches tall, a little rubber Dracula. He and uh, oh yeah, and and, and my mother, you say, oh, I don't like old Dracula. <laughs> I said, it's Dracula, Mama. It's a C, yeah. I know Dracula. 
I was, well, they used to play, um, they used to have on, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Saturday nights on one of the channels, like at 1030 after the news, they would play one of the old classic scary movies, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy. I mean, all those things. And do you remember, I used to, uh, do you remember that? Uh, this is, we were, we'd have been very young, uh, uh, Saved. That 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 channel oh, thirteen, I believe it was. Yes, the, yeah. The guy dressed up like a monster, and he, he yeah monster movies. I forgot yeah. about his last that. name it's, was Davis. All uh, Savid was just his name. I back think up. that's what I'm talking about. I think that's part of what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I used to go up and stay at my. After we get off here, go go Google it. You'll, you'll okay. See, yeah. You'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm, yeah. I had totally forgotten about that, man. Um, but I used to go stay at my grandparents' house, and my my grandmother would stay up with me, like watching those movies, because I was too scared to watch them by myself. And whenever we'd be watching some movie like that, I was we were talking about this the other day. She would she would say, "Why they got to be so ugly to one another?" You know, yeah, that's him right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, dressed up like. Uh, Dr. Caligari. But when we were watching those, my grandmother would say, why they got to be so ugly to one another? I think we're going to do a wrestling show one day. Uh, but uh, that reminded me of my grandmother. When Jerry Lawler would turn heel or turn the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I'll hear my grandmother go, I don't know what's got into Jerry. <laughs> he knows better than that. <laughs> <laughs> she she went to her grave. You tried to tell her that that wrestling wasn't real, man. She, oh, she, get in trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah. But hey, yeah, I digress. I'll, like we'll that. save that for the our wrestling show, dude. We we definitely need to do a wrestling show. I got all kind of stuff on that, man. Yeah, oh, man. We goodness. we we've got like that. That's kind of we've got a whole list of movies that we watch around Halloween. Um, like some of them are like the animated things, um, Coraline and Nightmare Before Christmas. We, we we like to watch, we like to watch Nightmare on Christmas, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween, because next day November first starts Christmas for us. Like th- like yeah. that like that starts the Christmas season. So that's like a a good kickoff. Yeah, yeah. But then we we watch um, the other big one is. And this one's this one's fairly gory, but man, it's so crazy. Is the thing, John Carpenter's the thing that came out in the eighties. Like like that's a staple that me and my older daughter. Uh, I don't know if I've ever watched watch. that. Oh my gosh, man, that thing's crazy. Uh, I bought yeah. the original Night of the Living Dead. On, oh yeah, uh, on DVD. And every year I beg my family to watch that with me, and they they just think it's so hokey and so stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know they, they're holding up in the house. Yeah, and that girl's in shock, and the black guy. Yeah, know, all that. That's a classic, man. Oh, that's the that's that's the origin of the species. Have you watched the uh, making of that one? Have you watched any document? Oh man, you you need to you need to watch how they oh, made I that. I, I didn't know there was such a. Thing. Oh, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's you know they shoestring budget. You know, just trying to get things done. You know, oh, it's cheesy as all get out. Yeah, and you know, and it was also it was also fairly uh, groundbreaking. Oh, the way yeah. they had had you know the the white folks and the black folks mixed yeah. together in there. Right, and, right, right. Um, 
you know, just that, the content of it was, uh, I mean, that that was the like the origin of the species as far as the yeah. zombie genre. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, I, I and man, I grew up like uh, just dying to watch like the Godzilla movies. You know, the Japanese things, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, all that. Crazy I had a stuff. cousin that was into all of that. Really? That yeah. Was, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember him being really into Godzilla. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I just never was really that into all of that. I, I like, you know, I'd watch a movie every once in a while. Uh-huh. What's, what's the old silent uh, movie that you always see clips from? That has that bald-headed guy with the big ears? Oh, Nosferatu? Yeah. The, yeah. the German vampire? Yeah. That is a creepy movie, man. That, that thing never, I've never, me never seen all of them. I've only seen clips from them. Really? <clears throat> Dude, you need... Um, you need to watch that one because part of it is, you know, they were filming it on one of the old crank cameras. Mm-hmm. So the, the you know, the motion is really jittery Jumping. and stuff. Yeah. And everything, everything about that just sets you off. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's a trippy one. Yeah. Um, what's, there's another one I saw. Um, the Cabinet of Dr. Cal- Caligari, I was just mentioning. That's like mm-hmm. an old German impressionist film. That thing is weird. It, it, that was the first, I think that is the first like psychological um, thriller that, that was ever filmed. You know, that, that wow. was, that was uh, you know, had, had a psychological twist in it at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that was the first one that did that. But yeah, I, did, man, you ever, did you ever did you ever watch uh, Night Gallery? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I watched Night Gallery, and then you had uh, uh, what what was the other one? The, the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah, watch, so you yeah. used to watch those, and and then uh, uh, the Night Stalker. Yeah, did you ever watch him, Gavin? I, yeah, I did. Absolutely. I forget Gavin. That Ga- was Gavin's, Gavin McCloud. I think it was McGavin McLeod. I think, yeah, um, something like that. And uh, but you know, I watched I watched those things. Yeah, uh, the the Night Gallery. The, I can. There's. I remember an episode about uh, a boat. It was it was like set like in New England, and and I don't remember much of the story, but I, it left an impression on me. I re, I remember things like that that just kind of made a mark oh, yeah. on me. But, but yeah, that, that show was scary to me. The the, the story, the, the every story was based on some painting in the night gallery. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think not, that was, I think that Rod, some good Rod ones. Serling, Rod Serling, uh, mm-hmm. might have had had something to do with that one also. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I I think he was a. I think he wrote those maybe. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah. Uh, man, yeah. I, we watched a couple of I don't know five or six years ago. We watched through all the. Old Twilight Zones again. Those oh, those man. are some great stories, man. We were watching. Me and Sarah Ann were watching one one night, and it was all set in this neighborhood on these streets. And they they got to thinking that one of them was maybe an alien or something. Yes. And and, and they got so ginned up over nothing. It was it was yeah. it was psychological. They were getting themselves ginned up and convincing themselves, and they end up killing the guy. And, yes. And, and and I don't I still don't know how to work Facebook really, but I have my phone out, and somehow or another I pushed a button and went live <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> and so it hears me saying, and 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 so they they end up killing this guy in that episode, and Sarah goes, oh. They killed him like that. And it's like, we're talking. And, and Jennifer's phone's ringing. 
tell him that he is live on Facebook right now. <laughs> and only if you could see me punching the phone, like, what? What do I do? What? What do I do? Oh my gosh, man. Yes. So everybody, everybody's like, Should I tell him he's live on the whole world. Oh man. Uh, one of my favorite episodes on the old Twilight Zone is the one where the lady is in the cabin out by herself and the aliens land on the roof. Did did you ever see that one? That. Oh, I, I, I probably man. have. Yeah, you need to find that one. These little little aliens land on the roof and they're like coming into the house and she's trying to fight them and winds no. up destroying this. Oh, I, I, I'm going to find the link to that and send it to you. You got to watch that one. That one, uh, there's two or th- Three that I remember. That one, of course, the one I remember most is the monster out on the airplane wing. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's classic. And that's Shatner in that. that that's it? Shatner. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's William Shatner on that. That's yeah. pre Star Trek. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, they they brought that show back in like the nineties. Yeah. They they did an updated version, but I don't think those were nearly as good as. I never the, saw uh, it, but I remember. Yeah. The, I remember them doing it. There was. Um, uh, and what was it? There was another like anthology show, like The Twilight Zone. I can't remember the. Um, what was the name of that? Uh, shoot. I can't remember. It was around the same time. I can't think of the name of it to save my life. Uh, but, you know, the, the Alfred Hitchcock Presents was little vignettes yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and skits and stuff. Yeah, that uh, was a good one. You know, we were watching uh, we were watching Psycho the other night, and Sarah Ann had read some stuff about it. And I think maybe you mean you talked about it. Uh, I don't know, but the the just the... No, it was me and Justin talked about it, but all of the the intentional things, the the framing of the scenes, and yes, that he consciously did just to make it unnerve you a little bit. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Just, it's like it's like this is this is this is a weird angle. This this is a weird shot. And said all of that, he he consciously knew what he was doing uh, psychologically to set you on edge, to make yeah. you uncomfortable. Yeah. It, you know, like he and um, Orson Welles, you know, yeah, Citizen yeah. Kane, you know, right. they were, they like created the the grammar for movies, you know, like yeah. how to manipulate people just by the way you have the camera angle or if it's set yes. low or yes. high. Yeah. You know, yeah. they did all, man, they were, yeah, they were geniuses as far as that goes. There, there's yeah. one shot in Psycho where she's walking up to the bedroom door upstairs in that house and the camera just kind of goes past her and up over her head and all in one motion and is looking down on her. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah. it's like, oh, that looked like something from today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With a, with a boom camera or something. But it was just the most bizarre shot. And, and that's just one of those things he put in there just to make you uh, uh, kind of throw you off balance. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Now you now you mentioned Sarah Anneman, you know, does she like uh, she likes scary, scary movies, sci fi movies yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Is that Sarah? I think so. yeah. 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 Well, they all like movies more than me. I'm not a, I'm not it's not a big um, uh, uh, cinema guy. Right. But yeah. uh, we, we we watch movies mostly just because we want to all be together. But yeah, she, yeah she, exactly. she's more in the science fiction, the the, the superhero stuff. And then she'll, okay. she'll watch a scary movie. Yeah. Uh, we watched one where uh, this girl is uh, deaf. And she's out. This is a fairly new movie. I mean, the last probably five or six years. And she's deaf, a writer. And she's out in the yeah. house. And that's this guy, a great one. 
that guy's I forget the name of that movie. Um oh gosh. Well, uh, um all right now, so here is the crazy thing. Uh I know we've talked about Midnight Mass before on yeah, Netflix. We, yeah. That uh that show that woman is the wife of the man who wrote Midnight Mass. Really? And and I think he may have produced that movie too. Um, um the first time I ever saw what, what is her, the name she, of that? she she was in that uh Haunting of Hill House. Yes, yeah. yeah she, that, she's that's part her. of that troupe that does those movies. Yeah. And and that's him too. Um that's the same guy. Uh what is his name? Um Man, I can't think of anything. I'm going to pull up the web so I can see what's going on. You're getting, you're getting like guys me. In. Man, it's but been her, her holding that guy off as he's trying to get in that house and stuff, man. It's a Yeah. That's a good wrecking. Yeah, man, that's that's a that's a really good one. We tried to watch a movie the other night that had her in it, but it was so it's a, it's a newer movie. It was so filthy. Uh we had to we had to stop watching it. Yep. See, that's the same thing. That's uh, uh, Mike Flanagan is his name. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Let's see if he did that movie too. Uh, Hush is the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's Hush. it. Yeah. 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 I, I knew it was yeah. something real simple. Yeah. That's a that's a thriller, man. That's a yeah, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we the, the latest movie we tried to watch. That oh, that's uh, that's the fall of the House of Usher. You're talking. Yes, about. yes, we tried to watch that, and yeah. it's like, you know, I could take a lot, but that was just. It, and I'm sitting there with my daughter. I was like, I can't watch any more of this. Yeah, it's we man. We we were excited about that one coming out, and then we always get on and look like look at the parental guides, you know, before we watch stuff, just you know, so you know what's going on. And that well, one I read. Per, you're a better. You're a better person. Though. <laughs> Well, you know, I've been I've been bit too many times on that kind of thing. See, and, I never watch movies, so I'm just I'm just gullible. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. And I, when, when we saw the bad stuff and had to stop on that movie, I, I was like, I'm still like, I cannot believe that they actually show this stuff. They actually yeah. they actually use this language. I, I, it's yeah. just unbelievable. Man, everything I, I, our culture itself has become so profane. You know, it's just we just. And I've lived fifty-seven years, and I, I, you know, I mean, do people really talk like that? Like, no, I mean, I've, I've, of course, we've been in the music business and stuff, and heard yeah. people use profanity, but, but do people really talk like that? Every breath is is. It, I just, it's just not my reality that I live in. I guess I'm yeah. a cocoon, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's like you can't you can't order breakfast without dropping an f bomb, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters can't say his name without dropping the f bomb. Yeah. You ever heard an interview right. with him? Yes. He, oh, absolutely. He, yeah. he, he he couldn't order banana split without dropping the f bomb. <laughs> Well, and, and you know how to tell when somebody's for real or not is if they is if they leave the the G on the oh, end yeah. of it, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, well, then you yeah. you know you got a poser right yeah, there, man. There they go. don't know they don't know what they're doing. They man. don't know what. And, you they're know. not a professional customer. <laughs> yeah. Just an amateur customer. But you know, I, I mean, it's like uh, there's hardly a show you can watch on TV now that doesn't have some yeah. kind of yeah. gratuitous scene in the first. Yeah. You know three minutes of it and I mean that kind of stuff just drives me nuts I don't I just don't uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just ain't no point 
Well, and it doesn't move the narrative along. It doesn't move the story along. It's just, yeah. but I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just on another place, another time. But uh, I like to sit and watch with my kids. And uh, yeah, yeah. We went to the movie the other night. We went and saw The Blind, the Phil Robertson story. Um, you know, the duck hunter. Oh, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and you know, uh, that, that was a, you know, uh, an independent, self made movie. And, uh, it's not going to win any Academy Awards, but it was a good, good movie. I, hmm. I was I was surprised how they told a story. Wow! And, and uh, it, it was pretty rough, uh, and, and it actually had a couple of, uh, of words in it. But uh, that dude, man, he was he he was just uh, he was a, a reprobate. Yeah, and, yeah. And it shows him coming to know the Lord. It's it's a good story. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's not yeah. it's not a, a cheesy, cheap. Uh, can't sit through it religious right. movie it's it's yeah. a well done it's a well done film yeah, okay yeah now, i i don't think I, I heard that was coming out but i don't think i've seen anything, anything yeah we went to we went to the theater and saw it and it, it was good it was really good yeah well you know what one of the things like like i was thinking today about the scary movies and halloween and uh my nephews had gone over to one of the like uh corn maze things, you know, haunted corn mm-hmm. maze. Or that. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking, why is it that people enjoy being scared? Wow. You that's, know, you know, that's a great question. That's a, that, there's something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you don't, uh, to me, I can only speak for me. I don't want to be scared, but there's something enjoyable about being scared. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It, I, I actually, know. I, I was actually looking up something today. I, I didn't get a chance to to do a whole lot with it, um, but I found a couple of online articles, and they they were talking about one of the things that they were talking about was is that in order for fear to be scary, like you have to find like the Goldilocks zone. Like like if if it's not scary enough, you get bored with it. But if it's too scary, you're going to bail out. You know. Mm. So there's like a there's like a sweet spot for everybody. You know, too hard, too soft, just right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Goldilocks. Yeah, I get you know? it. That's, that's good. That's good. And I thought, yeah, man, because I, you know, like you said earlier, we, we like to watch scary movies, but like I, the gory stuff, the like, um, like murder stuff. Um, well, you, you know, know, what bothers me now, and I've never seen one, but, but I've been told and what what is in these Saw movies. Oh, yeah. It's man, just no. it's uh, human torture. That's it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, that's that's I, the line. I can't. I worry that. about somebody that that enjoys watching that kind of stuff yeah. depicted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I have like a, you know, the, the the other thing that kind of ties into that, you know, that matter of fact, today we drove by a theater. We went over. We were in South Haven. We were drove by the theater and we were just looking, driving real slow in front of the theater in South Haven. Uh, the movie posters, what was there? And there evidently there's a new Saw movie out right now. Yeah, there is. Yeah. And and in the just the picture, it had this guy and he had tubes connected to his eyes. Right. Like, yeah. Like they're going to suck his eyeballs out of his head yeah, or something. Right. Oh, yeah. My it's gosh. Crazy. How do you well, come it, up with such a thing? Well, and, and you know, um, there have been a lot of studies that have shown that that when you watch something, oftentimes your your uh, brain and your endocrine system release the same chemicals as if it were actually happening to you, you know? Mm. So, so a lot like when you're watching a scary movie and something scares you, it's the same thing as being actually scared. If that really happened to you, you're and, in you that know, situation yourself. Yeah. 
And that's what that's what I think is um, disturbing about people that, you know, um, enjoy watching those kind of things. Yeah. Like, man, to me, that something's wrong with your brain chemistry. Well, and, and uh, it's got to be. And, and, and uh, I guess the, the dumbed down uh, way to think about it is or maybe not so dumbed down is, is how you become desensitized. Yeah, to, absolutely. And like have what has contributed to. The modern man be so being so desensitized to life, uh, yeah. euth- euthanasia, uh, abortion. Yeah, um, you know, right now they're. I don't know. I haven't looked in the last little bit. I, there's a shooting going on in Maine, and they're looking for oh, a guy. Gosh. You yeah. know, and it's like it's like ho hum. There's there's been another there's been another killing. You know. Yeah. It's so it's so. Uh, uh, I don't think they. Uh, they still hadn't. They still haven't found him. Eighteen dead, thirteen injured. Oh, God. Uh, that didn't happen today. Happened yesterday. You, you, you oh, out of the gosh. He uh, shot up yeah, a restaurant. Shot up a, a, a bowling alley. At first, said twenty two uh, were dead, but uh, yeah, he was a. Uh, uh, he got kicked out of the military, I think, for a, a Section Eight like mental stuff. Wow. He was locked up in a mental facility. He was a gun instructor, and uh, he had said that he was going to do something, shoot up something, and they still turned him loose. Wow. But, uh, you know, things like that, you know, so, you know, if that would have, if something like that would have happened in the 1950s, uh, people people would have been freaking out, like Charles Manson freaked people out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and but we're so desensitized to murder and death and and the loss of life that we don't you don't even value. We even think about life. it. Yeah, I, that that's been one of the major shifts, <clears throat> you know. And think about how many times we've had that happen in the last several years. You yeah. know, the shootings and the the mass murders. I mean, it's crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Which man, that's that's kind of a good segue to get us over into something else. Like before we started recording the last show. We were talking about true crime stories yeah. and shows, yeah. and you were talking about how how you know that's something that that y'all watch somewhat, and I had no idea that about that, like that, like like that, that kind of surprised me that 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 you watch the true crime stuff. I, I, you know, I you know that well, that's I, a I, I have I have always had some some part of my body that always wanted to be in law enforcement. I always, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I always had something that was drawn to me. I don't, I don't think I have what it takes to do it, but, uh, I was always drawn to it, but, um, just uh, first of all, I think the baseline is, is, and I'm so like you and I, it's amazing that we even speak to each other because we're so opposite. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, even though I'm somewhat artistic, I, I don't, I'm not much into fantasy. I don't, I'm not much yeah. into, uh, yeah. You know, like uh, Harry Potter or Star right. Wars. I love real stuff. I love watching, yeah. like true life stuff. Like Jennifer would be watching. I was like, you, you, you do know that none of this ever happened. This, these are pretend people in a pretend place <laughs> doing pretend right. things. So I've always, uh, even man, when the, back back in the seventies and eighties, sixty minutes, uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I always, yeah. I always want to see twenty because I, I just like yeah. real stories. So I guess it came from that and uh, right. documentaries. I, if I read a book, it's probably going to be an autobiography or a biography right. um, or, or, or something real. So, but then it just kind of segue into into watching Dateline is where yep. was my was where I've settled in and and just. But the end of the story is now I've been into it so long. It, it is 
I can't get over how there is no uh, shortage of fodder to make these things. Right. There, there are so many people killing other people that you can have an, a, a cottage industry of just making. You can have a genre yeah. of entertainment just about tr- like you called it. True crime. True crime. That's amazing yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, I think a show that both of us have watched is uh, Cold Case, uh, Cold oh, Case yeah. Files, oh, yeah. you know, where they yeah. go back yeah. and... Yeah, I just you know, finished the newest season, season, uh, season. Man, like in one of the earlier seasons, you know, they would they would do their little intro, and then as it was coming up, they, they would put this thing up, like nobody's speaking, it's just a statistic that came up. Mm-hmm. And it said that, you know, um, there, are, there are currently uh, 1,200 unsolved homicides in the United States. And I remember thinking 1200 unsolved, you know, going on at any time, there is much more of this happening than what we actually realize. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and this is the other thing that, that, you know, this is going to sound terrible saying of how relatively easy it is to do some crime and get away with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, not so that's what's much. scary. I believe these days it's getting harder and harder with Definitely. digital yeah. digital trails people leave yeah. and DNA. I uh coke the newest if you gotten into the newest season of Coke Case. Yeah, uh, I have. We just well, I started that last week. Yeah. You get about week halfway before. through with it and every one of them is being solved with DNA. DNA. It, yeah. And and familial DNA and D- ancestry DNA. Yes. They'll find uh, the the they won't find the, the the perpetrator is not in the system, but a great aunt or somebody has had a uh, th- their DNA in the system, and so they'll find her, and then they'll track down the Link killer. It to, yeah, dude, that is, yeah. Who, who had opportunity and motive, and was that yeah. the same place at the same time? Right. So it's amazing. So DNA has shut a lot of this stuff down. Um, but right now, I just finished this morning. I, 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 I watched a lot of this stuff when I'm uh, on the treadmill in the morning and I just finished one uh, called the innocent man and it's John Grisham. It's the only nonfiction book John Grisham has ever written. Okay. And, and it's about two different murders in a little town in Oklahoma called Ada. And uh, in both cases, uh, these men went to prison for uh, 30 plus years. Yeah. And were proven by the Barry Sheck and the Innocent Pro- Innocence Project that they didn't do it. DNA proved wow. they didn't do it. Yeah, and how these little small towns just they wanted to get uh, get it closed, get a conviction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, these guys went to prison for the bigger part of their life, and they were completely innocent. Yeah. So they, watch that if you get a chance. The innocent. Man, okay. Uh, I, it Netflix. seems like I've seen that. That that sounds really familiar. Man, they uh, convicted these guys with with no DNA evidence. Of course, DNA wasn't around back then. The murders right. were in the, in like the uh, early eighties. Yeah. And, and uh, stuff like that. They they said that the her, she had this girl had on uh, Denise Carter. I think was her name. She had on. She was murdered. She had on a a, a blouse, a, a lavender blouse with. Uh, with blue flowers on it. And cause one of the, uh, her sister had told the police that she had given her the shirt. So right. they fed these guys this information. They, they said, didn't interview. Yeah. So they said, then they said, well, what, what color shirt? And they described that shirt. Well, they found the body and she had on a red shirt. Oh uh, yeah. 
Yeah. But they still used all that in the trial. I'm almost that. positive I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Innocent Man. And I also just finished a, a series of one called The Confession Tapes. Yes. And, yeah. And, uh, oh, my gosh. That and, one will and, trip you out. So you and I will sit here and we'll say, how dumb are you? Or how could anybody ever confess to something they didn't do? Yeah. But evidently, under duress, yeah. under... 12, 13, 14 hours of being awake, being questioned. Yes. You will say anything just to get it, get it to stop. Absolutely. And, yeah. And there's so many people can have confessed to things that they never did. Right. And now, you know, now there's so much study that's gone into, um, eyewitness accounts and how reliable they are, you know, uh, fiber and hair technology that they used to use. Now, a lot of that's been discredited. Oh, you know? the, the hair analysis, it was ridiculous. All yeah. they could say is, is it's, uh, it's comparable. You know, yeah. it could be his hair. And some right. of the juries, that was good enough. That, yeah. To get him sent away. I, I would listen. I, I've listened to a couple of podcasts that are true crime related. I listened to one, one last year, I'm trying to remember if this was on serial. Oh gosh, my, my mind's going blank on me now. But but basically, it doesn't matter because the main point, they they were talking about uh this murder that had taken place, and uh this uh young lady was killed and her roommate, they were interviewing her roommate, like in the podcast, and telling, you know, she was telling about what happened at the time. And one of the stories that she told was that when this happened, she got a card for Christmas. And she said in the card was a hundred dollar bill uh, and uh, a note uh, that was written in the card that says, uh, um, Merry Christmas and something about, you know, you might want to use this to get out of town, you know, something to use the money to get out of there. And she said, I, I took that as a threat. Uh, Twitter. So the people that are doing the podcast, we're, you know, we're, we're 30 years later. Now that happened in the seventies, 34, 40 years later. And they go through and they find a lot of the original files and they find this card, you know, this lady's name. So as they're interviewing her, they pull the card out and um, they ask her, is this the card that you remember getting? She said, yeah, I remember the cover, the front of it. That's the card. She, they said, well, Oh, open the card up and see what's there. And she opened the card up and all it said was Merry Christmas. There you know, any- I think I, I think I may have listened to this. Yeah. There wasn't anything written in there. And she was shocked. She, she was absolutely flabbergasted. She said, I remember seeing that written inside the card, you know, and they did, they did three or four people like that where they said they remembered one thing, but then they had evidence that what they said they could remember that it was not accurate. Oh yeah. Listen, I told you before, there are things that I could tell you from my childhood that I would, I would, uh, uh, under oath swear yeah. that yeah. it happened, but I wasn't there. I just, I heard my family telling stories. Right. Yeah. I heard the stories right. all my life that I have put myself in the action and right. I was, I, and I wasn't. I was laying somewhere in a crib. I wasn't even old enough to to walk. And, and yeah. I, but I, I thought I was involved in all this, just right. because I, I, from an early age, I just heard these family stories. Right. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. I, and I, I know. I, I think um, we had talked at one point about the making of a murderer. That whole thing, you know that. Yeah. That. Well, show. you know, uh, uh, have you seen where Candace Owen is opening that back up again? She's oh, doing, really? Really? Uh, uh, you know Candace Owen? Yeah. Uh-huh. She's yeah. Conservative. Yeah. Uh, she is doing. Uh, uh, 
I'm going to take a stab and say it's on Hulu, but I don't know. It's on one of those really? things, but uh, she, she's, she's opening that whole thing back up again. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I believe that young boy in that, I don't believe he had anything to do with it. And, and, Man, and, and the, 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 murder, fella, the yeah. murder is supposed to take place in that. They're supposed to have cut her up and, and shot her in that bedroom. And there right. wasn't a drop of blood anywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. There's no way. I, I, I just don't know. know. And they searched, they found the key to her car. They searched that house two or three times. And then all of a sudden, in there, laying on the floor, they find the key to her car. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want to try that whole thing, but I don't know. But here's the thing. When we watch true crime stuff, Dateline, is is 99.99% of the time, the people that got killed were somewhere doing something they wasn't supposed to. Every once in a while, because you know what? Most people are not killed by strangers. Most That's right. people yeah. are killed right. by yeah. people they know. Yeah. And they put themselves in a situation that they should never been in with people they shouldn't have been with. Yeah. But uh so I used that as teaching for my girls. I'd say so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If if yeah. If, if she she was out at a honky tonk at three o'clock in the morning, if she had been at home and in bed where she was supposed to be, this yeah. might not have happened to her. Yeah. She was with the wrong people, the wrong time in the wrong place, doing the wrong thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and man, um, I don't, man, it seems like we're living in a time where evil has escalated. Oh, you know? man, yes. yes. You know, I mean, yes. big time. I mean, you know, you, you and I grew up riding our bikes, going all over town, doing whatever we wanted to do. And there's no way I would let my girls do any of that. No way. You know? No there's way. just no way uh, at all. Yeah. Yeah, I you know the, the the thing for me about true crime is like I I uh, I love the detective part of it. I, I I love I love that you know somebody knows what happened. Now we got to figure out how it happened, uh, yeah. like what's going on, and that whole process of figuring it out. And then finally, if they if, you know when they catch the person at the end, I don't like those that are left open ended. Oh you know? man, if it's I, sometimes I, I ask, I said, hey, do, do they finish this? Do they solve right. this? If yeah. not, I don't. I don't. Want I don't want to see it. I don't even want to get on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So that that whole that whole process is uh, always fascinated me about how they because 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 like uh, me too. Like I, I've often thought like. There, there's a part of me that would have probably liked to be a detective or something like that, yeah, you know, to yeah. uh, get into that. But man, that's some that's some grisly stuff. I worked with a uh, not worked. I I was in school uh, when I was majoring in music. Uh, we had to like take choir as part of our prerequisites and whatnot. And um, there was a, a a young girl in there at the same time I was, and her dad was a mortician. But he, but he also worked for like the forensic services, you know, that would, you know, when somebody yeah. was murdered, they would have to go clean up and, you know, help take the evidence and so forth and so on. And I think she was from Atlanta originally. She had stories that I'm like, why did your daddy ever tell you <laughs> that that happened? It was just yeah. some of the most grisly stuff I've ever heard in my entire life, you know? And I, I don't think I could do that part of it. I don't think I could deal with all the, no, you know, uh, clean up and dead bodies mm -mm, and all that kind mm -mm, of stuff. No, uh, no, 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 no. That might, that reminded me, we, we've been on a tear watching NCIS. Oh, uh, yeah. The original yeah. show. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's interesting how they can put stuff together and, and figure stuff out. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah.
I, 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 man, I am, I am morbidly fascinated though, too, with kind of exactly what you're talking about, like being at the wrong place at the wrong time. And, you know, just, just this idea, like I just watched one. Oh, it was, it was one of those cold cases where the guy goes duck hunting and uh, he, he turns up missing. I don't know if you remember that one. They, they find his boat and they think he's drowned. Yes, 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 yes. You know, yes. you know, they think Absolutely. he's drowned and they can't do one of his wives. Yeah. And it winds up his best friend kills him. But, you know, so it's, it's, it's that idea that this guy's here one day, the next day they can't find him and nobody knows where he is. Where is he? I mean, where did he go? What happened? And, and, and just to, for me, it's like living that, living that horrific thing out. Cause that's like one of my fears. Like if one of my family members went missing, could you imagine? And you didn't know what happened. I mean, gosh, just that's, I, I can't think of anything worse than that. You know, I mm-hmm. uh, just absolutely terrible. And then when they finally find, figure out what goes on and, you know, um, the guy gets and, justice, you know, and, and, and again, in, that, in, in most of those cases, it, it's rare that it's a stranger. I mean, it does that's happen. Right. It does yeah, happen. That's right. Yeah. But, but uh, most of the time it's going to be somebody, you know, that, that, yeah. that you've got some kind of dealings with. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing yeah, too how how they can <clears throat> how they can you can have a case to be 25 30 years old and they just couldn't solve it but you get a guy yeah. go back and take a brand new fresh look at it yeah <laughs> same evidence same files that's right and it points them in a whole new direction yeah yeah, yeah. and man I to me I, I'm amazed that they can even solve something that that's a, that's that old you know 30 yeah. years old or whatever Dude, there's so, one on there. Well, you remember that one on that uh, the, that cold case where the priest ended up doing it to uh, killing that girl? Oh yeah, yeah. Took yeah, her yeah. out and dropped her in those uh, uh, canals. Yes, yeah, yes. Man, how old was that? That was like fifty years, wasn't it? Yeah, way back. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, and and some some you said earlier. I don't know if you've thought about this, like you know, but DNA evidence, like that, did not come into common use until the mid nineties. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I mean that that's been rel- a relatively short time ago Yeah, that we even had that kind of stuff. I, in fact, one of my profs that I had at seminary, his, um, his son, uh, was a researcher on the genome project, you know, where they're mapping out all the human right, genes. Right. And I remember, I remember that prof saying, he said, yeah, man, the, the, the goal is, is that one day, they're going to have a map of everybody's DNA and they'll be able to identify, you know, yes. I mean, that's, that's how quickly all that came into, you know, uh, into circulation and being able to be used. And, you know, the OJ trial mm-hmm. was one of the first trials that they used that. And of course, you know, that didn't matter because didn't didn't nobody could understand what they were talking about. You know? Yeah. The DNA, man, it's going to get you. It it's will. Get, yeah. It's amazing how, uh, how many people, uh, also, your your digital record. Yes, like uh, what you searched on your computer. Absolutely, and your cell phone pinging towers. Like they yeah. find the body out there. Oh, I have never been there. Well, your cell phone says you have been there. Yeah, so if you're going to kill somebody, leave your cell phone at home. Absolutely, Okay, now listen to this. This isn't true crime. Jill and I were out walking this morning and I was thinking about stuff that happened this week. I don't know why this came to mind, but this really struck me as odd. So this week, this week, 
couple of days ago, you and I sent text back and forth. You were asking about a jazz master guitar. Yeah. And you were asking if it could be turned into a baritone guitar, right? And yeah. we sp- we sent two or three texts back and forth. Now, we didn't talk about this out loud. We only sent text. That's right. Last two days, I have been getting videos about jazz master guitars and baritones. Wow, that video you sent me, it just volunteered and came to you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. After we had talked about it. Uh, no, after we had texted, texted about, about it. it. Yeah, we didn't talk. Now, you know that they're tracking everything that we say, and that's that's why Absolutely. you get ads popping up. You know, yeah. But that's the first time that it hit me. Are they are they tracking our text? Evidently too? so. Evidently so. What if they're doing? It's probably, probably easier. That is, it's probably easier to track text absolutely than it is, it is. Yeah. voice. Yeah. I was, I, I, was, I was working with our security team uh, at, uh, at our school. We, we have armed security every day. And uh, I was telling them, uh, I, I have never Googled a hoster. Uh, I have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I need a new hoster, I go up to Sportsman's Warehouse and I get a new hoster. I wear them out. And uh, so I was talking with those guys. I said, I would like for you all to have the kind of hoster that the, the, the pistol locks in when it clicks in yeah, and you got to yeah. push a little bit to get it. So a kid couldn't run up and, and grab it out. Yeah. Grab it out. Yeah. I started just from talking to those guys with my phone in my pocket. I was bombarded. There you go. Boom. With ads. For, yes. And I've never Googled uh, anything for it. Cause I don't, I, I, I want to go to the, I want to go to the, uh, of course I got one certain one that I use now, but I want to go to the store and put my pistol in it and make sure it feels yeah. good. It fits right. Yeah. And uh, so that's my greatest example. It happens all the time. All over the place. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I may have told you this story before. I, uh, when I was in seminary, one of the guys that, that uh, started up the same time I did, he had come out of the CIA. He was an analyst in the CIA. And man, every man, every lunch, people were sitting with him trying to get him to like, you know, tell him something, you know, something cool and crazy. Story. He never spilled the beans on anything. But one day, one day we were sitting there and one of the, one of my, a friends, uh, there's like three or four of us at the table. He said, Hey man, okay, I, I got a question for you. This is, I, th- I think you're going to be able to answer this question for me. He said, what would I have to do to get a file at the CIA or the NSA or one of the major intelligence, uh, agencies in America? A, a file on him, get one yeah, started. Yeah. Like file with his name on it. And this guy, he kind of leaned back and he said, and then he leaned forward and he said, Brother, everybody's got a file. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, this is in the mid-90s, you know? Wow. And I don't think he was joking when he said that. Wow. Yeah. But because That's he, scary. Because he uh, he did tell us that um, that um, that this thing that I'm about to say had been de- declassified, and of course, everybody knows about it now, but he said that at that time, uh, any phone call made on a landline, you know, and cell phones were starting to come in at that point. They hadn't got big, but any type of transmitted communication that was verbal uh, was being monitored and they had a way to uh, flag keywords that were being thrown back into the system, you know, so that kind of surveillance was already. And that's even, and that's even more prolific now. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, you know, uh, Obama was the one that signed over, uh, the most invasive uh, security measures that America has ever known. 
uh, where, where, where now they literally have the right to grab up anything that you and I do uh, yeah. through the phone or yeah. whatever, you know, and very few people know that reality. It, it is, uh, <laughs> it, it's scary stuff. And, and yeah, it is now, you know, now in part, I'm glad they have some of that stuff to catch some of these crazy people we're talking about, right, right. you know, uh, and man, I ain't, you know, <laughs> I was thinking one time, like the, the redneck coming up in me. One day I was thinking about um, guns and sometimes I'll, I'll get curious about stuff. And, and so one day I, I looked up like how to make a homemade silencer. You know, and the minute I'm typing that in, I'm thinking, you know, this is probably not a good thing to be yeah. searching for. Online. <laughs> you know, I know some guys that have those, uh, yeah. not not homemade ones, uh, right. real ones. But the you real can thing, get yeah. a real one. Yeah. It, it is literally an act of Congress. It'll take you two or three years to get yeah. it. Right. And uh, and they know exactly who you are, exactly yeah. where it is. It's registered to you. Uh, you have to it, it, you have to have a will prepared for if you die, who gets who that is going to go to that thing. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was out shooting one day in the sky. I mean, he has two or three for two or three. And man, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. He has one for a 22. He has one for a nine millimeter. Wow. He has one for a 45, I think it is. Man. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, especially on the 22, all, all, all you hear is a click. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and of course, you hear the the bullet hit something. Yeah. Target, right. Right. But you really just hear a click. And wow. That's the only time I've ever shot one. Uh, and the 45, it makes a little bit more noise, but I mean, yeah. Well, I shot it uh, with the uh, uh, with the silencer uh, uh, and one without, and it's man, it's night and day. Yeah, man, a forty five will ring your bell. Yes, man. it will. That that's a little cannon. That's what that thing yeah, is, man. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but you know, I saw this guy uh, last night killed all these people. In the, it was in Maine, and the first thing I thought of: How does somebody kill twenty something people? Yes. Uh, uh, and a, my first thing is like, nobody there had a gun. That That is the yeah. first thing. That nobody right. there was armed. This guy yeah. is a gun free zone safe. And this guy, he was just, he just went on a killing spree. Yeah. And right. if, uh, they still hadn't caught him. They, they, you know, he's still out there somewhere. Man, you just touched on something that I, that I think is absolutely critical. You said, uh, it was safe area, gun free zone. Number one, there is no such place as a gun free zone. <laughs> And secondly, safety is one of the greatest mythologies that's been created in our modern culture. There is no place you can go that is safe. That's right. I mean, period. That's right. End of the sentence. There's no place you can go. My, my, uh, my daughter, where my daughter works, they just... Um, they moved into a new building and they put up all these gates and everything. And, you know, you have to, you have to have either a card to get into the back parking lot or call the security guy. Well, the security guy's not there half the time you go up. <laughs> so what I do is I just sit there and I wait for somebody to come out and then I just go through the exit gate. That's and I'm right. like, well, there goes the security right there. I don't know what's going on. And then the guy who's supposed to be working security, he doesn't even know I've come in there. Right. Cause he's not at his desk monitoring anything you could so have been just come in i could have been anybody i could be in there waiting on somebody to come out in the parking lot and abducting them and do what it, it just doesn't exist i mean it doesn't exist the, the the type of vigilance you have to have to be secure and safe man there's so much work that goes into that that 
it's just it's 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 not true. Well, you know, it's I, not I'm, true. I'm, I'm certainly not going to go into all of my precautions here on the air. Well, I was about to say. <laughs> But I always, my, my girls, I taught them, I taught them how to fight when they were young. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, go boneless, throw up on them. Yeah. Uh, I, I got usually on Valentine's Day, I'd get them a new can of mace. Uh, yeah. Keychain, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but my main thing I told my girls is like, you don't ever, don't ever let anybody, to, you make them kill you right there. Don't right. ever do everything you can to be. That's right. You can't go. Abducted. Yeah. You cannot go. Yeah, man. I've got. And here's another. Go back to the true crime and real horror stuff. Is is all of this stuff we're talking about? These are real people. They're out here walking around. Yes. Um, we, we were in a crowd somewhere, and and I I, I I know I thought it to myself. I think I said something to them. It was like, you know, this monster crowd. You know, of course we like went to see you too, and there's over a hundred thousand people there. Uh, <clears throat> is we could walk right by a serial killer and, and, and never know. Yeah, didn't absolutely. Know didn't yeah. Know These and you people know, are really out here. And the likelihood that there was one in that crowd is very high. Yeah. You know, just, just in terms of the number. At least a killer. Gonna, at, yeah. At least a killer. Yeah. A killer for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, it is, it, it's wild, man. And, and like you said, the, the proliferation of all these crime shows, it just, you know, points to how, Prevalent it is. One of the one of the craziest things I've ever heard was I was watching a show. Um, there is like a drama show on Netflix. Oh gosh, what's the name of it? It's 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 about the men that started the profiling section in yes, the FBI. I, I've you, seen you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I hadn't seen all of it, but I've seen some of it. Yeah, so I, I was watching a, a true. Uh, like a documentary on that, you know, and, and the history of that. And one of the things that, that, that they, that they were talking about is the idea of serial killers. And apparently serial killers, um, are a phenomenon that has happened primarily in the United States in between 1960s and the early nineties. Like there's, there's the largest number of serial killers, that have ever existed that have been in that generation. We, we, this came up in one of our earlier shows, uh, one of the earliest shows. Where we talked a little bit about this, but uh, yeah, the seventies in the late seventies. Yeah. yeah, they were all over the place. Was uh, was was Berkowitz was the son of Sam one of the first ones where they started using like profiling and stuff? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it was right around that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. I would not want to be up in a serial killer's head. No, thinking, no. thinking what they're thinking. You know, did you watch? Did you watch the uh, night soccer documentary? Richard. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, some messed up stuff. But probably one of the most disturbing ones to me was uh, uh, was Gacy. He, he, he man, that, that yes, was crazy. Yeah, that guy was. Yeah, that that for for me. That one is one of the ones that's just right on the line, like like stuff that have to, has to do with kids, you know that kind of. I can't I can't deal with that stuff, man. That yeah. that stuff upsets me too much. I, yeah. I can't hardly watch it. But the, you know, uh, and, and you look at that and kind of what we're talking. Maybe we're being redundant, but but that that guy really 
live. That's not a character. That's yes. not a Hollywood screenplay. Yeah, it actually happened. You yeah. know, so you got yeah. you know what do we do? We can't live in fear, but we, you know you got to be vigilant. You got to be smart. Um, Absolutely. You know, oh gun smoke rules. I try not to sit with my back to a door when I go to a restaurant. I try. Dude, to that is for real. Like, yes. You know, Absolutely. You, you got to take. You know, you got to be careful, man. You got to be. You got to be wise as a serpent, but gentle yep. as a dove, like Scripture says. Absolutely, man. I, I'm gonna tell you one of the. Um, this movie is rough, but um, there, I, get, I think, yeah, this came out in the 90s. There's a movie called Seven. It came out, it's got Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in it. I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, and so, you know, they are they are two detectives, and they're trying to solve these crimes. This this guy's killing people based on the seven deadly sins, gluttony, yeah, yeah. jealousy. All that. But that, man, that movie tripped me out because there's this, like the, the, the thread in that movie and it comes to a head, like they're sitting at a bar, like kind of toward the end of the movie. And they get into this, this discussion about, um, did, did, did these people become evil? Right. Right. Did this, the killers become evil because of something that happened to them? Or do we have this, do we all have this in us and given the right circumstances, it'll show up, you know? And, um, you know, and Brad Pitt's character is like, no, man, these people are crazy. The, the, these people are nuts. They got psychological problems. And <laughs> Morgan Freeman's like, listen, you cannot afford to be that naive. That is crazy. These are normal people that given the right situation, they will let the evil that's within them come out, you know? And of course, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie, but he, you know, the whole thing forces Brad Pitt to deal with that issue, you know? And I thought, man, that is, uh, that's that's pretty incredible that they would bring up this whole issue of of what you and I know that you know we all have evil within yeah, us. I think I, and I agree. I agree to a certain point. I think uh, I think that we, because we all, you know, by the grace of God, there go I that we yeah. all yeah. do things that we said we'd never do. And things. Yeah. I think when you cross that line into those kind of things, yes, I think I think that they have a propensity. They have something. Yeah, they're, they're wired up different. Yes, and, and you look back when they were children, and they were wired up different. You know, you yeah. see, you know, I I encountered something, and somebody was a uh, uh, be, uh, abusing animals. Yes, it's like that's yeah. that that's a certain precursor to being a, a, a psychopath, a sociopath. Yeah. If you'll hurt an animal and get get fun out of it, but you'll see that they'll have they'll have the propensity. But a lot yes. of times, that same person they'll have something traumatic that they'll, they'll be molested yes. by somebody. Yeah. Somebody hurts them, and there's a, there's they got the propensity, but then somebody flips their switch. Yeah, and once and once those people flip their switch, so I can say that I I don't think you or I have the propensity to yes, be right John Wayne Gacy. Do we have the propensity to do something? If somebody hurts our family, if, if, you know that I might do things that I regret that that that, that I, I might lose my head. But yes, I, I think there's fundamentally they're flawed, and 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 then you got to get into the spiritual side of it. How much of yes. it is, is demonic? Yeah, you know, absolutely. How, you yeah. know, because uh, I believe I you know, and it take a day and a half to unpack this. I, I believe that you know people that do not know the Lord, people that have not been regenerated. Uh, I believe that they they can be possessed. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I think you and I, I don't think we could be possessed. I think we can be oppressed. Yeah. Uh, um, influenced. Influenced. You know? Yeah. But you look at people that, that let's see, we talk about serial killers, serial rapists and things like this. I mean, there's a sure there's there's insanity there's disease of the brain uh but man how much of that stuff's demonic yeah absolutely yeah well and you know and i think a big thing you touched on is like if you look at the backstory on some of these things man i'm guessing it's in the high 90s that there is something that's gone terribly wrong either with the mother or the father You know, yeah. so some type of traumatic abuse yeah. that's that's happened, yeah. and then or a close family member. They're damaged. There's something wrong yeah. there, but then yeah. something happens that flips that switch, and once it's on, and uh, yeah, it's on. You know, that's yeah, absolutely. At, at the end of the day, if you if you if you if you get the what, what's the view? They say the thirty thousand foot view. Oh uh, yeah, you get you get, a, you get the big view that it's all of, of Satan. You know, because there's yeah, only good right. and there's yeah. only evil. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, it, 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 either working through their parents, their son, an uncle, uh, some circumstances, it's all satanic. That, that, yeah. That, that things like that. The, the evil is has one author, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, you know, go, going back to some of my favorite, um, you know, scary movies, things like that. Uh, that show Midnight Mass is a great example, you know. Yeah. So, so in that, you've got a... You, you know, you have a demonic right. vampire type thing, but the real monster in that movie is the woman Bev King. She's the one that's the real monster because she's a human, but she has no empathy for anybody in that. Okay, thing. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the, the 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 real legalistic woman that right. poisoned the dog right. and everything right. else. You right. know, right, right, right. And and and, and I, I love those. I like you know like the series The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like the zombies are not the problem. It's the That's people right. that are the That's monsters. Right. That's right. Know? It takes you. It takes you a little bit in the movie in that series to realize that wait a minute. We can handle these slow moving numbskulls. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, these, it's these devilish people out here that we got to watch out for. Oh, man, yeah. alive. Uh, have you ever heard that C.S. Lewis quote about that? Let me see. Let me see if I can find this. There is. Um, was, he, was he a big Walking Dead fan? <laughs> C.S. Lewis could not get enough of the Walking <laughs> Dead. Ah oh, man, this 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 quote's pretty good. He this is from his book, The Way to Glory. He says, When you remember that the dullest and most uninteresting person you talk to may one day be a creature which, if you saw it now, you would be strongly tempted to worship, or else a horror and a corruption such as you now meet, if at all, only in a nightmare. There are no ordinary people. Mm-hmm. You have never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, arts, civilizations, these are mortal. And their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. So he's talking about that we are we are immortal people, right? Everybody's going right. to live forever, exist right. forever. Right. He says uh, it is immortals that we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. Immortal horrors or everlasting splendors, right? So you know, Man, that's, point that's, is, that's too much for me to wrap my head around. Everybody's headed in one one of two directions. You're either becoming more corrupt, or you're becoming more glorious. You know, mm. and again, that you know that that. That 30,000 high view, you know, that's been erased from our culture until you get to these issues of like true crime. And then everybody agrees that that's evil, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's no doubt 
that that what John Wayne Gacy did was evil. You're not going to find anybody right. That's that right. that would say it any other way. But all these other things, you know, like like we've been talking about, you know, people want to say, ah, well, that's not so bad. You know, let's just let that ride or whatever. Or the most <laughs> horrifying thing people say is, or maybe the most saddest thing people say, we just never thought anything like that could happen around here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then it, then then it, and uh, then it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. All right, man, you got me all worked up. I got to get out of this. I know, yeah. man. I, I got to go in here and eat me something good. I haven't eaten things. anything in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm gonna go uh, get, get all my weapons out and, and I'll make clean one. Right, yeah. Man, listen, let me, let, 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 as far as that goes, uh, because, you know, when the monsters attack, when the zombies arrive, when the aliens get here, whenever Sasquatch arrives in that UFO ready to take over the world, I'm not saying don't have your handgun, but man, don't underestimate the value of good bladed weapons. Yeah, yeah. Good, good well, knives, there's a, good there's sword. A lot of people, you know, uh, uh, up close contact, uh, you're better off with. Absolutely. A, a fixed blade. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I drive the family crazy. Like, like we'll be watching a show and somebody comes up on somebody with a gun and I'm like, they're too close. They're getting too close. Like the whole point of having a gun is you stay away from somebody. You reach out and touch someone. Yeah, man. And if you get up close with somebody, they're going to take the gun away from you and you're going to get shot with it. You know? Well, you're gonna, I mean, you get <laughs> close enough, somebody can lunge and get your hands up. I had a situation one night. Well, I'm going to close this uh, a horror story kind of. All right. Uh, we were living in the parsonage next door to the church, and it's it like three o'clock in the morning, and I'm starting to hear voices, and it's freezing oh, cold. It's dead of winter, and I look out, and there's four or five folks standing down at the front of the church, just laughing and talking, carrying on. And, and you know, I don't know what got into me, but I grabbed my pistol, and I went out of the house, walked down the <laughs> sidewalk, and I got to a certain point. I stopped and said, "Hey, can I help you folks with something?" And this guy standing there, and I'm telling you, it was 20 degrees if it was anything. No shirt on, no shoes on. What? He starts walking toward me. And uh, I said, look, just stay right there. I said, and they start telling me the story. Dad gotten robbed and this guy going back to get their cooler and stuff like that. And I said, all right. I said, you know, uh, I just want to check what's going on. Uh, uh, it's the middle of the night. People are trying to sleep. And, uh, and this guy kept coming toward me. And finally, I picked my, I, I took my pistol and I showed it. To, I had it, I had my arms hanging down to my side. Yeah, yeah. I picked it up and held it out in front of me. Sean, I, said, I said, hey, man, don't come any closer. I'm armed. Yeah. And, uh, and this guy was a buff Big muscled up dude, yeah, dead of winter. Who knows what this guy's on with no yeah. shirt or shoes? Yeah, in twenty degree weather. And I showed it to him. I said, "Man, look, don't don't come any closer. I don't want any trouble." But you know, he said, oh, "All right, man, I'm not going to do it." But um, man, I, I, you know, I, I, I was real close to fixing that to make a decision. That was just, yeah, I, man. That's I, I couldn't get him. He couldn't get within striking distance of me. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, well, like we said, people are scarier than the real than than monsters. You know, I mean, first rule any young man talking about ministry. The first rule of ministry <laughs> is people are crazy. That's right. Before you buy a commentary, before you get you a new suit, you need to know people are crazy. That's right. Yeah. And don't ever say it can't happen here because no. it will happen here. Oh, man, that's a, I just never thought anything like that could happen here. <laughs> Famous last words. That's right. All right, All right man. buddy. All right, man. Good well, visit with you, partner. Same here, man. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, All right, buddy. 
Hey, y'all, if you'd like to get a hold of us and send us a note or a comment, you can do that at bodinechicken at gmail.com. That's B-O-D-E-E-N chicken at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you soon.